0: hi everyone and welcome to the sound seed this is a branch of the women's fellowship in manchester called the seed we aim to uproot lies and find the truth through conversation we have a sister fellowship in london you can find out more information about this on www.lovelimitless.com
1: so let's begin or well, i, well, I could speak for me i caught myself in okay i'm listening to the voice of god but I, i'm i've caught myself in. i'm listening to it secondhand. i'm not listening to a thing I'm not you know these like these things are good like don't get
0: me wrong like yes it's amazing you know? hello everyone welcome to another episode of the sound seed podcast yes we are a ladies fellowship based in the city of Manchester um, and yeah we have a podcast and today I am joined by two lovely ladies well there's a third person here, and that's the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, um, but ladies, if you like to we
2: get it.
0: You're a Christian, you like we get to... it. Would you like to introduce yourselves, Showa, since you want to go first? Hi, everyone. My name is Showa.
1: Does it. Hi, I am Shelly.
0: The Holy Spirit speaks. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: it will speak inside the mind of every believer. And yes. if you're not a believer, um, amen amen and um today we are going to be discussing the i am statement so if any of you um, joined us in the month of june we went into a bit of detail into the i am statements said by jesus christ in the book of john in the gospel of john and um and from that session it really brought up a lot of like questions and new ideas and things that maybe we haven't thought about before um and um in in John 10, 10 um the chapter is the first the opening part is called um the good shepherd and his sheep and it talks about how Jesus is the gate and how Jesus is also the good shepherd and um with the role of being a shepherd you shepherd the herd, you know, the, the sheep, right? Um, and, and they listened to the voice of their shepherd. And it really brought up um a lot of interesting conversation. And I really want to pose a question to you, ladies. Um, whose voice do you heed? Whose voice do you listen to? Whose voice do you acknowledge? Like right now. Truthfully. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say i a Christian, the, the correct answer is
1: Jesus, my Lord and Savior. Can I get a hallelujah? Amen. Hallelujah. Come on. That is the answer we would love to give 24-7 until the day that Jesus comes to collect us. <laughs> but <laughs> I won't even lie. I won't even lie. Like, sometimes it's hard. It, it, it's actually hard. If are being really real about it. Um, You really want to keep focused on God. You want to make sure that he's the only voice that's feeding into your, you know, feeding into your spirit. You know, you want to make sure that he's the only voice you listen to, that you're you're following him in your journey. That's what we really want to do. And honestly, I do my best as much as I can. I won't even lie. There are moments where, where I'm just like, oh, goodness, I forgot to speak to God. I forgot to read my Bible. And then you just, you, you just, there's just quiet up there. It's like, oh, I, I haven't, I haven't spoken to, haven't spoken to him. Mm-hmm. And so the, the fact of the matter is, you're always being fed, you know, you're mm-hmm. always being spoken right. to, you're always listening to someone. And so in those moments where I, you know, I fall and I slack and it ends up not being God then those are the moments where I end up in trouble because Mm. (laughs) at the end of the day, my my air is is here, you know, there will be words spoken into it. And those moments where it's not Jesus, it's actually very, very dangerous. But yeah, Um, we thank God that he always calls us back. But yeah, I won't even lie. You know, I definitely, definitely try to prioritize, making sure that he's the only voice I hear, but I won't even lie. There are moments when, I'm stumbling out here in these streets. Mm,
0: mm. It is well. There is grace. There is grace. And
2: um, grace. Shower. Yeah, no, I can relate to what you're saying, Shower. I feel like a lot of definitely a lot of Christians can relate. Like, Wait, so did you call her Shower? I called her Show. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I not, I didn't call her Shower. There's only one Shower. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Um I yeah, I can definitely relate to what you're were, you're were saying. Um, I think, of course. We we know that only voice we should be listening to is Christ, but when we um, when we get distracted or when we let other things kind of occupy our time, I would say for me um, in those instances, it's people's opinion that I, I tend to listen to. So okay, here's what I think. Shaw sure should be like. Here's what I think. Oh, they might even be thinking, even though they've not said it. I. I foresee their thoughts I don't know how but I think oh they're going to think about this and then I start to listen to that and of course that's not good um because like people's opinions everything else is not true if you're not listening to the voice of the Lord um but yeah I think that's something that I've been aware of at times that I can see myself listening to is people's thoughts about me people's opinions about me when it's obviously in their head and I don't even know what they're thinking but the perceived (laughs) thoughts the perceived thoughts rather
0: yeah Yeah, no that's definitely true i i i I think um some things we don't even know to seek the lord about Mm. um and so it's easy to be informed by like shelly said there's the world is always ready to inform us of something Mm. whether it's social media whether it's family whether it's relationships whether it's just you know how other people perceive us you know if you live by the opinions of people it's, that's what's going to kill you as well mm. and um what, what I really love um about the book of in John 10 it when Jesus Christ um, you know sh- tells us and informs us of his role as the shepherd, it also brings in two you know three other well four characters so there's the there's the thief, the mm. one who comes into the pen um to to kill. the 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 sheep to slaughter them um and then we also have the hired help the one who's there just to manage things but they don't really have a real love for the sheep if you know if the wolves were going to come in or there's going to be an attack the hired help would run away um and then of course you've got the sheep right their job is just to obey Mm-hmm. It's just to obey to, to obey the shepherd, and mm-hmm. then of course there's Christ, and he says, "But I'm putting my life down for the sheep. That's how much I love the sheep. Mm-hmm. Um, they would never slip from my hand. You know, I would leave the ninety-nine to go for the one." And I think it's important for us, I guess, in our lives, you know, where do we see these other characters playing out? You know, what if we think about what our daily life is like, or in our walk, what is there that's there to actually kill us? And I'm not saying physically but is it spiritually you know are there things that we're involved in that we shouldn't be things that are crushing our spirit and making it harder for us to 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 choose god because they're more satisfying to our flesh or Mm. is it the how it helped the people or the persons or the things that we have put our trust in because Mm. we believe Mm. that they're going to hold us that they're going to sustain us they're going to fulfill us um and then when push comes to shove we realize that those things are fickle and they don't they don't actually last. It's just a mirage. It's not It's not substantial. Um, or are we just a sheep that is not, that's out of the pen? <laughs> are we just like, you know what? I'm tired. Let me just run away and find my own Lord. And I just wanted to ask you, yeah, you know, I guess where, if you, let's be transparent today, ladies. Um, I guess, do we see these things in our lives? And if so, let's put a name to them. What are they?
1: Um, you know what? You know, recently what I what I realized, and I had to catch myself out of doing. I was just like, "Oh, Shelly, you, you, you're going to slip." Mm. Is um, looking at looking at okay, so I I love reading. You know, I love reading. Um, and I I started reading more um theology books and um, more books about God. And um, I love listening to sermons from, the, um, from pastors who, you know, who I love, you know, who I've heard um, their sermons before, and I, you know, and they teach me a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was, I, I was just like, I was just like, at one point, I listened, there was a, there was an entire like week that went by, like, I'm just like, oh, these books are uh, sweet. They're giving me so much knowledge, mm-hmm. you know, these pastors, so much wisdom. And then mm-hmm. like, I went to church on Sunday. I'm just like, wait, silly. You yourself, did you read the Bible outside of those books? Yeah. I said, you yourself, <laughs> you yourself. That's that the, you know that these theologians, you know, they you know, they they've they've read the Bible. You know, and they've put it, they've put down their lessons into these books. The pastors, they have read their Bible and they have preached. You yourself, have you gone and read? And I had to catch myself. I had to catch myself saying, okay, as a Christian sometimes we're kind of sometimes, you know, we can get stuck in, the, in that um, idea of, okay, you know what? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not around um, bad influences. You know, I'm not um, listening to um, this or that, you know, uh, too much secular music or whatnot. I'm just like, I'm good. You know, I'm around all of these great things. So, you know what? I'm listening to the voice of God. And then we, or, or I can, let me speak for me. I caught myself in, Okay, I'm listening to the voice of God, but I I've caught myself I'm listening to a second hand. I'm not listening to a thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, these like these things are good. Like don't get me wrong, like yes, it's amazing, you know, to um to feed myself with these amazing things but it's directly through God who I am being fed. These books and these sermons are supplements. You know, they should be supplementary to my own personal um, digging into the word, my own personal speaking to God. And so I think uh, with, let's say years ago, I'd be like, okay, it was secular music doing me and it was secular music that I was listening to that replaced the voice of God. And then now I caught myself saying, I caught myself like, ah, you know what your pr- your pride allowed you to say, "I don't have anything worldly, but that I'm replacing the voice of God with something that's <clears throat> my m- like almost a cheap God, basically, mm-hmm. and so I have to catch mm-hmm. myself with it like these are not God's children they you know they can help supplement what you're reading, but they're not what you're meant to read as your main as your base um yeah, yeah I think even Christians, we're definitely in danger of um." Yeah, listening to voices that are not God, but are very God-adjacent so that we don't see it.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The God-adjacent
1: ones are very (laughs) dangerous.
0: Yeah, that that's that's where you it's harder to check that you whether you're slipping or not. And I remember at university they used to discourage us from using secondary references. If you're a uni student, I think you know what a secondary references is, is when someone has written a paper. Maybe you should then, advise people on this. <laughs> no, I'm saying don't do it. I'm not saying you should mm-hmm. do it. Someone has written a paper and then someone else has then used their conclusions in their research and it's basically like you're not going to the actual person who's done the research but you're using someone else's interpretation of that research um and then kind of just running with that rather than going to the to the source and maybe even yeah Mm -hmm. or maybe even yeah so yeah it's it's kind of like using something that someone has already chewed on and and then kind of living off that Mm -hmm. um and and i don't think that's that's what god intended you know his word to be used for solely the Mm -hmm. bible is all sufficient it has everything that we need like you said everything else is complement no supplementary no not supplement is it complimentary? there we go um and yeah just to kind of um pose a question to you uh Shawa. so like i said um in, in john it kind of talks about three different characters you know or well, four. um the wolves that come to kill the sheep the the hired help that's there to look after the sheep but doesn't really have any real care and so will disappear will disappear when when trouble comes then of course you've got the sheep and then you've got the true shepherd and where do you i guess if if you look at your own life where do you see these different figures playing out
2: I hired help. Um that, That's the thing, it's people, because I think at times, even like in the spirit of community and like, yes, here's my mentor, here's this. You put them in a the place of where God should be. Um, mm-hmm. and I think that's something that I've done in the past and not realizing that they're human beings <laughs> so they can yeah. fill me and they will fill me. Um, and I'm like... <gasps> Like, how you expect the hide Help to run? That's no business. Okay, kill the sheep. Like, okay, I- I'm gone. <laughs> I mean, that's so okay you okay. when it's all rosy. But we're going to both be in danger by and bouncing. Um, but that's because, like, they're human beings. Um, so they're not God. God is the one, the shepherd that would go and look for you if you go missing. Um, but I think I've, I've used, quote-unquote, the hide Help in space of, like, friendship and, and, and even um, communities. And place them higher than they probably should have been. Um, yeah, that's something I can I can definitely relate to.
0: No, that's definitely true. I I I definitely can relate to that as well. Um and and I think it's important as you're listening to it to be thinking, you know, whose opinion do you that matters the most to you? When you're making important life decisions, um, do you seek God first, or do you seek maybe Google? Is it your mentor? Is it your pastor? Is it your friend? And is their opinion the deciding factor in when you're making decisions, the way or, or even the way you think, or how you speak, or how you even perceive yourself? Mm-hmm. Um, the is social media feeding that, mm-hmm. um, because I, I I think we don't realize just how many things are informing the way that we live until. Until we actually look into the word and say, into the word and say, God, what do you say? Who have you called me to be? And mm. um, what's your plan for my life? And um, what's my, what's your, you know, what's my purpose? You know, what purpose have you given me for, for me to fulfill a, a, on this earth? Because, you know, all other people can do is interp- interpre- interpret, interpret, mm. interpret. Uh, yeah you know what i mean yeah um all they can do is read the word and give their own take on it but you can actually go to the source and you can be fed that way as well
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um looking at the john ten fourteen, if you thought we weren't gonna read scripture today you thought mm-hmm. not. Um, <laughs> um in john 10 verse 14 it says i am the good shepherd i know my own sheep and they know me just mm-hmm. as my father knows me and i know My father, so I sacrificed my life for the sheep. I have other sheep too that they're not in this sheepfold. I must bring them also. They will listen to my voice, Mm. and there will be one flock with one shepherd. And when I when I read that scripture, all I can think of is intimacy. Is intimacy, you know, when he says these are my sheep and they know Mm. my voice, um and I think the topic of intimacy can be so challenging for Christians because it's difficult to know when you're too in the line of like legalism uh, sorry, when people say oh, it's a relationship, not a religion mm-hmm. or oh, it's a religion <laughs> and a relationship when actually That's both um, yeah. it's actually both you know, you don't have a relationship without rules you don't get married and then you're like oh, we're married and then we don't have any rules as in you can just go wherever you want you can be with whoever you want to be you know, a good relationship <laughs> has rules um and and i think it's quite challenging for christians trying to balance what does intimacy with christ looks like what does it mean to to know the lord personally and i want to say for anyone who is struggling with that aspect or who doesn't know how are you how are you intimate with god um or what do you know what do you see intimacy with christ to be
1: mm-hmm. Honestly, I think one of the things at the forefront of it all is trust. In mm-hmm. um, I think one of the beautiful things about um, our relationship with Christ, you know, as Christians and followers of Christ, is dependency. Um, and I think the world has made it out, that, like, when you hear dependency like uh the the connotations are all just negative, you know uh, you're dependent you you're, you're uh, like it it doesn't sound good, but dependency on Christ is so beautiful, like when you look at the scripture um that you just read um seeing how Christ loves us so much you know as a shepherd loves the sheep so much that those little lost ones you know those little few lost ones who decided to just escape from the pen or who didn't go in when he first said let's go (laughs) he he still loved it he's just like i have majority like people can be like oh i have majority i'm i'm fine i I don't actually don't need two or three who wandered off but then he goes and says no 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 I love a hundred percent of you. I'm going to be chasing after a hundred percent of you and to be able to trust that wherever I'm at <laughs> in my journey with him, whether I have a relationship with him or not, Christ is out here chasing me, like actually chasing me, you know, do you see that, like that love? And mm. the beautiful thing about a shepherd and a sheep is shepherd. um, does everything for the sheep. The sheep are like, they're like lost puppies. They're babies, basically, you know, who are dependent on their parents. You know, they don't know left from right. They don't know how to feed themselves. They don't really know what's proper, what's right, what's wrong. And then out of sheer love, the parent always nurtures them, always, you know, guides them, make sure they're never in danger. The parent, you know, you, you hear stories about, um, mothers covering their child whenever there's, um, danger ahead. And that's, that dependency on Christ is exactly what it is. He will always cover us. He's feeding us. He's making sure that we have everything that we need. We never have to worry. And in this world where we're really just walking around lost because (laughs) we, we're not like him. We're not all knowing. We're not all wise. We need that dependency. We need someone who is all knowing and all wise to actually guide us and, and teach us and show us and protect us. And so intimacy is, you know, trust and dependency for me, you know, having that all love from God.
0: Mm. That's beautiful, Shelley. That's absolutely true. Shoa, anything think, to add? Y- yeah. I was
2: thinking of about, I don't know if you guys have probably heard about it, the, the lo- idea of love languages and stuff. And I was trying to relate that, saying, oh, well, what, what, what would it look like for me? Um, I think intimacy for me, especially when it comes to my work with God, looks like um, quality time. And um, just time just spent um, with him it doesn't have to be like sort of physically sat down. And um, I think the the reason why I say that is because it, it gives me opportunity opportunity to know him more. Um, so anywhere I find myself where I'm spending time, it might even be just um, serving that I'm knowing more about Christ. That looks like intimacy because I come back and think, oh my gosh, God, I learned something different about you. Like I. I talked to someone about you today I did this with someone about you like I felt that you were with me consciously um yeah for me that's what intimacy looks like in my walk with him
0: that's absolutely true that's beautiful and and I think just even being aware that 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 God is here that we have the Holy Spirit inside of us Mm -hmm. um that that can really help us like actually being aware not just like oh I'm in church and when I hear you know when the you know keyboardist where well, they play a certain note and that's when I get pins and needles and that's when I know yeah. that the Lord is here mm-hmm. um and, and I think actually being aware that God is always going to be here for us um, mm-hmm. I love what you said Shelley, about um um like not being in doubt. Like God is Jesus Christ is always chasing after us. The Lord is always chasing Mm -hmm. after us, and and uh, and I think one thing a lot of us we 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 tie intimacy with God to to feelings and senses, and so we're like, if I can't feel God, that means God isn't here. If I Mm -hmm. sinned last week and then I didn't have a revelation in my dream about something, that means that Mm -hmm. God isn't here. And Mm -hmm. I was like, we actually need to detach. (laughs) No, it, it's the truth. though. Some, I, I mean, I personally said many times, I don't feel like God is here. Um, mm-hmm. I don't feel like God is listening to me. I don't feel like God is happy with me. I don't feel like God, I feel like God has left me. A lot of it is to do with feelings.
1: Mm-hmm. And I
0: think when we realize that intimacy isn't just feeling, um, yeah. I think that can actually be very freeing. Um, because we're not seeing God in a one-dimensional way and that also requires us to unlearn what love looks like unlearn what intimacy looks like because we can always go back to the word of God which is not ever changing like God Mm -hmm. does not change is the same before so when we read about him in the word we can actually trust that the person that kept you know, that the, the person that rose up the dead, the, the one that kept his children, the one that provides um that we see of the you know the biblical superheroes that we all love, we can say this is still the God that I serve.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think a lot of it is just learning how to be intimate with God. And I think even when we when we become better at being intimate with God, can we actually start properly properly loving each other?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and actually being that figure for, for, for each other, um, as well. And yeah, um, and I hope this, and I think we'll all go through seasons where we'll struggle with this, um, but I think always knowing that Christ you are here, whether it's, you know, whether it's a post you need on your wall, whether it's a wallpaper you need, whether it's a tattoo, whatever you need to constantly remind yourself that, <laughs> she us a tattoo <laughs> and whatever you need to do to constantly remind yourself that god is here and mm. until it until, until it stops just being something you say and until it becomes something that you actually believe yeah. um and, and that takes time um but you know this walk but there's grace as we always say there is grace and it is sufficient and there's plenty of it um god mm. will never exhaust god um yeah and even if you have doubts um about, you know, will God catch me? Will God keep me? You can actually take these to God. Um, you know, you could take it to the hide help if you want to. You can take it to other sheep that don't know any better. You could take it to the wolf and be devoured. Or you could take it to God and say, God, show me, help me to trust in you. Help me to give my life to you. Help me to surrender to you. That's something that God can do. Um, there is nothing, what's the saying? Um, what God. Cannot do doesn't exist. Oh, yeah <laughs> yeah I <And> know <Yeah. laughs> there is no the word yeah. can't does not exist um, God do in well. God so you can actually seek God about this and by even seeking God and by mm-hmm. being vulnerable with him and saying God mm-hmm. you know sometimes I feel like a bad Christian because I was in church yesterday but now I'm questioning whether you're, you're, you're real it's actually a real thing like you can actually be intimate with God and say God help mm-hmm. me with my unbelief help me to trust in you help me to depend on you mm-hmm. um um, but yeah, that's quite a bit of monologue. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Are there any closing thoughts at all? Thoughts, feelings, emotions?
1: <laughs> um, I would leave them with um, a, a verse. Um, Proverbs 3, 5. Um, Trust in the Lord with all your heart mm. and lean not into your own understanding. Honestly, we don't have the full understanding to be able to live a fulfilling life <laughs> of all that we mm. need, so trust in him mm.
0: that's beautiful and my lasting one is also in the book of proverbs proverbs 8 verse 17 it says i love all who love me those who search will surely find me if you seek the lord mm you will find him and you okay. can have that assurance. And I think that's a good place to, to end it and um, thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the podcast and if you like, I want more I want to hear more of this you can join us in our Monday sessions as well and um, you can get in touch with us on social media um, is it at the Seed official? At yes. the seed, you find us on social media anywhere, you can find us in the description of the podcast and yeah, thank you so much for joining and stay blessed. Bye. Bye. So, this has been the Sound Seed. Thank you so much for listening. And remember to keep pursuing truth through conversation and community. See you on the next episode.